0: Hey, good morning, guys, and welcome back to the Avoiding Broke podcast with me, Jermaine. Folks, really happy to have you with us this week. Um, Beautiful Sunday here in Greater London, and really happy to be sharing um, our thoughts and perspectives on the key financial news that's affecting our personal economies for this week. So, guys, what I thought I'd do is maybe actually just tick through some of the big news headlines that have really been um, in the national press here in the UK and just think a little bit macro about what it means for all of us in terms of our personal economies, both in the UK and abroad, because the, the read across and the applicability is incredibly high. Sometimes we don't always see it, so it's probably worth just very quickly taking some big topics and asking the question, how does it really affect our domestic money? So look, the first thing that we've got here, I'm just looking through the BBC business pages here, is we've got the UK housing market on the boil as prices rise. So folks, property is such a phenomenally interesting asset class. And I think when you are really considering what you do in the property arena, as a homeowner, right now is... A pretty good time, I think, net-net, to be um, owning property because you're seeing price appreciation that has really bucked the trend of this whole COVID period. And a lot of it is driven by the fact that there's a lot of relief for people who are buying property. Um, In the States, you're not seeing quite similar. But what you are seeing, I think, is a lot of more affordable property coming into the market. And you're seeing some of the previously inflated markets actually running a little bit flatter at times. Really great, great, great opportunities if you are um, a homeowner. Um, Also, clearly, if you're purchasing, your ability to buy, um, be it because prices are either stabilising in expensive areas or because you've got relief so that you can go and buy more broadly, is really super. It's a brilliant asset class. And I think it's great if you're an owner. It's also great if you're an investor because you've got opportunities to enter the market. Now, one thing that we'd been really unsure about, and I mentioned this probably uh, probably about a year ago, is it's really uncertain where UK prices are going to be going. Um, and I wasn't personally that confident that we were going to see the kind of price. Uh, I didn't think prices would, would even stabilise, let alone appreciate. But in fact, we have seen it. So it's been really quite telling, really quite interesting. And it's very much something that we need to keep an eye on and consider if indeed The market remains more resilient than we've previously realised. I think one very big factor that could be driving it is we're still seeing increases in population. We're still seeing a lot of people need affordable, good quality housing. And we're still seeing that as a big gap. Affordable, good quality, accessible housing is a big, big gap both for buyers and for renters, and as long as that exists, you could see the market remain really resilient. My outlook has changed slightly. I'm making some bets now, Um, even more bullish on housing than I was a year ago, certainly. Anyone who's followed the channel has seen that, and we remain confident in the outlook for property. It could be on the boil. It doesn't mean that we're not going to see some kind of correction. It's pretty normal to get it, But what it does mean is that there are other macro factors that make property more appealing than may have been the case before. Other macro factors that start emerging, which we can appreciate now. Okay. the next thing we've got here is what? Teletext holidays face this court battle over unpaid refunds. So really interesting situation, guys, where a lot of people um, through the whole covid period or pre covid had a lot of commitments booked. You know, have your holiday booked. And you're expecting that once you can't actually go on your holiday, for example, that you're going to get your money back. In many places, it hasn't really happened. Look, guys, I think this is where we can learn some of our key financial discipline lessons. It's very tempting to overcommit um, or to commit a lot of resource because we are very keen, um, to kind of have that instant gratification. But if anything, if this period of time has taught us anything, it's the importance of patience when it comes to how quickly we spend our money. Um, I think that uh, it's, it's just a supremely important takeaway from this whole COVID period. You need to be really, really patient before you commit anything. And I broadly think you're going to win, um, with that kind of approach. Anything that's going to give that instant gratification, be it holidays or cars or any of this kind of stuff, it's all good and well, but you can run into problems. Whereas I think a lot more smart money is being patient. And when you commit, you're committing to invest. So you're buying things that have got a chance of appreciating over time. As a general model, I think it's a very, very important one and one that it's really important that you guys all consider. Um, You've got another one here. Banks fail in bid to share cost of scam refunds. So, look, guys, I'm not going to be judging um, what the banks have been doing. Because, Frankly, I'm not even too sure um, what's been happening here. But let's be really clear on one thing. The potential for fraud in this environment where we've seen a lot more movement towards digital transactions has increased. And it makes sense, right? Most of us are using our phones. We're doing a lot of stuff online. And basically, you've got a lot of people impersonating um, big organisations, banks, tax companies, you name it. getting Getting our details, using it frivolously. Diligence is key, guys. Diligence is key. What does it mean? Honestly, if you are contacted, unsolicited contact on anything, just be cautious. If you've got banking relationships, for example... It doesn't take long to call the number on the back of your card, say that I've received a a text message or an email and just get validation as to whether it is legit or not. Follow simple steps, guys. I know a lot of people could obviously be victims through no fault of their own, but don't be a victim because you're sloppy. Take time. Remember, financial diligence sits behind everything we do. We always build from a foundation and the foundation has got to be good research, research. It's got to be good discipline. It's got to be being diligent about what we're getting into. All right, so Barclays boss predicts biggest boom since 1948. So this here is where the Barclays boss, Jess Staley, is expecting um, general economic prosperity um, in significant droves. Could be. Um, this is a really interesting one, guys, because, you know, there's a. it, it helps you understand the the difference between what happens in a macro versus the micro side when you think about economic prosperity broadly that is a very macro principle and so it's possible that we do see macro prosperity but what's also important for us at uh, Avoiding Broke to massively think about is making sure we, ins- we look after micro-prosperity. So that's thinking about what's happening within our own homes, within our own domestic economies, to make sure we're be- to make sure we are thriving. So guys, all I would say is as much as this is possible, make sure you're asking that question. What do I need within my own home to make sure that I'm thriving? And so, for example, have you got your emergency fund in place, tucked away at least three months, ideally more like six? Are you thinking about your saving? Are you thinking about your debt profile first? So are you making sure if you've got debt, it's good quality? Any bad quality debt has been eliminated? Are you making sure that your saving profile is looking healthy? And are you making sure you know what you're planning to invest in when you're saving? Everybody should be able to appreciate, and it actually ties in with, a, with, a, with a, an article here about, about saving cash and how it actually is not very valuable. Everybody should, re, should be clear. When you save your money in cash, you are basically committing to a low to no return asset class. So you need alternative saving vehicles to make sure you actually generate some returns. And if you see my arm moving strangely here, it's because my young man is deciding to climb up. So guys, there you have it. Those are some of the key themes that we're seeing in the market right now around housing, around macroeconomic boom, um, around financial diligence and around saving. As you can see, guys, I've got to run and go and do some dad duties right now. But these are some massive themes, guys, that if you get your head around them early and if you start thinking, what can I do to try to maximise the quality of decisions I make in these areas? What can I do to try to ensure the most robust domestic finances that I've got? How am I looking after my discipline? How am I managing myself? If you make these assessments, guys, and you make the good decisions, I promise you, your potential for better outcomes is going to increase. Okay, guys, it's been lovely to be with you. I'm going to go and do some daddy duties because that's a big part of what we do at Avoiding Brokers as well. We've got to take care of all aspects of our lives in the best way we can. Have a great Sunday. As ever, drop us a comment, like, share. We're everywhere at Avoiding Broke. You can find us on YouTube, Avoiding Broke, Instagram, Avoiding Broke, Twitter, Avoiding Broke and all other mediums. Drop us a line, guys. Keep engaged and we'll see you next week. Till then, take care. Bye-bye, guys. Bye.